This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another show and another episode of our Raw Reaction series, specifically the Arsenal News Show. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Um, apologies for the slight lateness and apologies that this may be a shorter show than usual. I'm not feeling 100% and uh, yeah, unfortunately the other half is is tested positive. So I'm now in isolation mode and probably absolutely definitely has scuppered plans to go to Brentford on Saturday, uh, which is a shame. So apologies if anyone was uh, <laughs> going to meet us at the Tolly. Uh, that won't be happening now. So apologies for that. It might be that the show tomorrow doesn't happen in the morning if I'm not feeling up to it. I still need to do a test uh, today, this morning, but uh, currently still out of precaution in isolation right now. Uh, and you know when you can, you know when you can feel something kind of creeping up the back of your neck, like if it feels a bit like that today, and my throat's a little bit sore. So uh, yeah, um, I'll do the shows as much as I can, um, but uh, it's it might be that there may not be one tomorrow. In which case, I will of course post an update uh, on the community tab tomorrow morning. If there isn't, but uh, at the moment I feel well enough that I can do the show. But uh, we may get ten minutes in, and suddenly it takes a turn for the worst if I've been speaking for ten minutes. So yeah, um, I hope you're doing good. I hope you're all well. Other than that, sad news, unfortunately. Um, but uh, it was always going to happen eventually. I managed to survive uh, since the start of the whole thing without ever getting it. So it was always going to happen at some stage. Um, there may not be a Twitter space, Manu. I'm afraid. No, sorry, mate. Uh, in fact, there probably won't be unless I fill up to it. But there we go. Um, let's crack on, though, with the news today. Uh, and we start off, as always, by telling you to go and subscribe to the Arsenal 8. At the moment, uh, there should be a show at 9.30 this morning. Unless, as I say, I feel worse in the next hour or so. 
Um, yeah, no more TGT sneeze, just the TGT cough now, says 360 David. Uh, moving on though, make sure, if you haven't done so already, to donate to Vinny's charity. Link, as always, is in the description. And uh, yesterday, I wrote a few pieces whilst on shift uh, that I encourage you to check out. If you haven't done so already, link to my Football London page is in the description. Did a piece about uh, Josh Kroenke and the, the words that he was talking about and also how that might impact what was spoken about at the uh, fan advisory board meeting that happened on the 9th of February or slightly before that. Another piece on how uh, Barcelona's De Jong, Luke De Jong up front, is a bit of a plan B striker and it's really working for them. His goals have bagged them an extra four points this season, which have put them in contention for the race for top four. Uh, And talking about kind of what a plan B or just an aerial style striker could do for Arsenal. And lastly, a piece on kind of the the three benefits of present day Arsenal and all things kind of falling into place quite nicely. Man United um, dropping points the other day, Spurs as well. Uh, Tommy Asu returning to training, really positive news. And uh, a bit about Smith Rowe as well. So they're the pieces that you can go check out. I wrote one more piece on Rafael Leal, which I'll talk about in a second too. Um, but we also did a show yesterday on William Saliba. I was joined by Ben from the Marseille View and we had our latest update regarding the French defender. So if you're interested in learning how Saliba's getting on and has got on over the last 12 games, then make sure you catch up on his report show, which came out yesterday. We start off, though, with uh, some bad news, unfortunately. And uh, Kieran Tierney was not spotted in training. This is an old photo of Tierney and Tavares training at London Colney. But Tierney was not spotted training um, at Arsenal this week when they released the photo. So there is now a doubt about Tierney's fitness ahead of the game against Brentford. Nuno Tavares, as far as we're aware, though, is, is fully fit and will be available for the game should we need to switch out. So Tavares could be in, but I'm fine with that. If you think about the fact that Smith Rowe's coming back in, Smith Rowe and Tavares formed a really good partnership on the left-hand side throughout those games against Villa and Watford and Leicester City. Those two were really, really solid playing next to each other. So uh, there's the opportunity to hear uh, and see those two maybe recombine once again. Uh, moving on. Two transfers. Uh, Fabrizio Romano, speaking on his Twitch channel, said, I want to tell Arsenal fans, don't worry. The summer will be busy for Arsenal. They will go for a new midfielder, a new top striker. So don't worry. They will do something important. I'm hoping it's not just these two. I think Arsenal need at least two forwards, a midfielder, probably a right back to replace Cedric and get some backup there and arguably some depth in the wide areas too. So in my mind, Arsenal need to do a lot more than just a striker and a midfielder. But interesting to hear what Fabrizio thinks about what Arsenal are going to do this summer. Now, Arsenal have lost out in the race for Atletico uh, Atletico Mineiro, rather, not Paranense, so the, play, the team that Bruno Guimarães used to play for. But uh, Atletico uh, Mineiro, I'm going to get this right, uh, youngster Savio, who has been linked with both Arsenal and the Red Bull group as well. But Manchester City are said now to have taken a lead in the race for the young Brazilian winger. Uh, he's then looking like he could go on loan to a team like PSV Eindhoven for the next season. Still very young, made his debut in the Brazilian Serie A at 16 years of age, very highly rated, but it looks like Arsenal are going to be uh, very much uh, missing out on Savio, which is a shame. Now, Rafael Leal, we brought you the news yesterday that he is of interest to Arsenal. I wrote a piece about this, which sparked quite a bit of debate uh, amongst AC Milan fans who picked up on that piece. Uh, the piece was all about kind of how Leal could be a perfect kind of addition to Arsenal's left flank and combine really well with Nuno Tavares, who they both played together 
at Sporting Lisbon in their academy at a very, very young age. And that uh, reunion of the pair could work in Arsenal's favour. But interestingly, uh, a lot of Italian and Arsenal uh, AC Milan fans have come out to defend kind of this position about he looks like he's going to be signing a new deal, which from looking at a lot of the Italian media, AC Milan are very much intent on trying to get Rafael Leal signed up to a new deal. And it sparked a couple of debates uh, between myself and a few AC Milan fans on social media last night, talking about the size of both clubs and the attractiveness of the projects. And I was a bit taken aback by, maybe not taken aback, it's probably the wrong word. I'm not surprised by how much they defended uh, Milan's project and the stature of the club. But people were calling it a downgrade to move from AC Milan to Arsenal, which I just... I don't really see that as the case right now. Arsenal are the favourites of the top four challenges to reach the top four this season, qualify for the Champions League with the youngest squad in the Premier League. Milan themselves currently in a title race, but they were at the same stage last season before trailing off and losing out uh, to Inter Milan. Uh, and usually the second half of the season is not the most favourable for the current Milan side, but they still have, again, another young team that's coming through with players and is an attractive place for players to play. I, and then there was a really odd reply that said that somehow Arsenal are only kind of big in England. Outside of England, Milan are far bigger, which I found even stranger considering the fact that Arsenal's global fan base is considerably larger than Milan's. Their commercial revenue is significantly larger than Milan's. And uh, and the actual club value is significantly more than Milan's as well. So it was an interesting debate. I'm not going to sit here and debate that Milan are a smaller team in terms of competitive stature than Arsenal. Look, they've won the Champions League several times and historically are a much bigger team than Arsenal. But regarding the project and the, the argument that it's a downgrade to go from Milan to Arsenal in 2022... I just don't buy that. I'm not saying it's an upgrade to go from Milan to Arsenal. I think it's a you know a fairly similar project. Both young teams looking to get back to the top of their respective leagues and, and compete in Europe as well. So I found that a bit odd. And I don't think that he would be downgrading uh, going from Milan to Arsenal in the current um, kind of climate of the club. Oh, hold on. TGT Sneeze is coming. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Is it? Oh, I see. I tried to mute the mic. <laughs> I tried to mute it tactically and I ended up sneezing anyway. Apologies for that. Um, there's probably another one coming in a minute. Anyway, um, moving on to our penultimate story. Uh, Orkan Kokchu, uh, Feyenoord midfielder. Oh, hold on. I can feel another one coming. I'll see if I can battle through. <laughs> Every time I say I feel like another one's coming, it then disappears and then comes back as soon as I start to talk. Uh, Kokchu is kind of this midfielder, plays very much as, and can play as an attacking midfielder, but it's kind of played more so as just a central midfielder this season for Feyenoord's. Played with Reese Nelson, of course, who's on loan in the Eredivisie this season. Been linked with Arsenal in the past and previously too. Uh, they're the same thing, but he's been linked with Arsenal in the past and previously last season, the season before that. Uh, Arsenal could finally look to make a move for Orkan Kokchu, who could leave Feyenoord's in the summer. I don't think he's of the... I don't think he, for me, is the player that I would go for in central midfield. I think there are plenty more options that Arsenal can look at. Um, so uh, I, I think that he'd be a player that would add something to Arsenal, but I think that he's a player that Arsenal would be able to surely find a player of a, a much higher ability and standing and impact on the squad than, than Orkan Kokchu. Um, and finally, our 
final story you'll be uh, unsurprised to know is that Fabian Ruiz who's been linked with Arsenal in the past is struggling to agree a new contract with Napoli and obviously that has therefore then led to links with Arsenal resurfacing he's a player that I like if you're talking about central midfielders that I think would certainly upgrade on what we've already got and certainly would um, improve on what we've got at the club already he is uh, absolutely up there with the highest caliber of those players and It'd be great to see a move for him complete in the summer. Let's see if this turns into anything more. That completes the news. Let's go on to the questions for as much as we can. So we'll get them into the chat box now. Okay, let's jump into the chat. Three Six David says, when you need to sneeze, look up. It's weird because when I look up, that actually makes me sneeze, unless that's what you're telling me to do. Um, <laughs> does anyone do this thing? I, I, it might. This is going to be a really embarrassing admittance if it is just me. But I find looking like up outside at the sky makes me sneeze. Really random. Don't know why. Try it if the sun's out and you've got clear skies. Look up. It makes me sneeze. I don't know why it does. It just does. So there you go. Uh, Simon says, Hi, Tom. Watched a bit of the Man United versus Brighton game last night. OMG. Something has to be done about the Man United players harassing the ref en masse. Dunk sent off, even though he was not the last man. Are we ever surprised about the inconsistencies of refereeing? (laughs) I'm not. I am absolutely never surprised about the inconsistency. Will something be done? Well, they said that they would. something would be done about this, that players would start getting booked if they surrounded referees and that there would be sanctions for this. Is there? No. Consistency is just simply never there. Um, Daniel says, would David Beckham make the Invincibles team? I wrote about this yesterday. Of course, this debate stems from a back and forth between Gary Lineker and uh, Piers Morgan. The question is does one of the greatest passers of all time make it into one of the best passing teams of all time? For me, like he gets into the squad without a shadow of a doubt. He gets into the squad. Like, he's, Is he better than a 31-year-old Ray Parler? Is he better than Edu? Yes. The question, though, does he get into right midfield over Freddie Umberg? During that season, it's up for debate. Does he get into central midfield, which is where he played for Real Madrid during the 2003-04 season? He played in, in central midfield for most of that year. Um, over Vieira or Gilberto Silva? Probably not. The biggest chance he's got, I think, is that right midfield role. Um, but even then, he still gets in the squads. Like, he would have absolutely been an option for Arsenal. So to say that he doesn't even get on the bench was just arrogant and ridiculous to suggest. And it's, you know, I think it's just a little bit uh, dismissive and ignorant of the quality that David Beckham had. No matter what you might think of him as a person or whatever, I don't know. But uh, he absolutely gets in the Invincible squad without a shadow of a doubt without a shadow of a doubt. But uh, he would find it tough to get into the starting eleven over Jumberg, Vieira, Gilberto or Pires. But he doesn't ever play left mid, really. So, yeah, there you go. Um, you can steal someone's sneeze if you just tell them to stop, says AFC <laughs> Jonathan says, to even think about inquiring for players like Fabian, Champions League qualification is a must. We mustn't bottle this perfect chance 360 David says Pepe linked as a replacement for Nkunku this morning um, that's a little bit surprising actually I, you don't tend to see uh, RB Leipzig go for kind of players that are reaching their 27th birthday the oldest kind of player they've looked to get was Andre Silva mid-20s I'd be surprised if Pepe went to Leipzig but maybe it's a player that they're kind of moving and changing the way they recruit players and bringing in more established players that are reaching their prime so there you go 
Um, Mahedi says, Tillemans is amazing. I personally like Fabian Ruiz. What would you prefer? I feel like Tillemans coming in would be an easier transition because he's already played in the Premier League, but I'd be happy with absolutely either of those. Uh, King says, Beckham is an underrated player at his best. He was an amazing player, but I prefer Freddie. No bias at all. Akmal, thank you so much, mate, for the uh, donation. That's really kind of you. Uh, Fahim says, morning, Tom. Finally made a live show. Congratulations for you. <laughs> uh, FPL's, I don't know what FPL is, Dan. I don't know what you're talking about. Alan says, Tom, do you think Partey will make a better eight than a six? We should go for a good six or eight in the summer. What do you think? I think Partey is a good eight than a six. Uh, in a current situation, Partey being six is okay. Look, I think there is scope for Partey to be the deepest midfielder. I've always wanted to see Partey be a little bit more expansive and explosive, but I'm just not sure that's worked out for him at Arsenal. I'm not sure that's actually the way in which we're going to see the best of him. I liked the formation that we used against Wolves where Xhaka played slightly ahead of Partey and Erdogan was a bit deeper than the number 10 role. We played kind of this 4-3-3. Um, with Partey as this, the, the, the sole deep player. I think you swap out Granit Xhaka for a Tillemans or a Neves or you know just a more dynamic midfielder to play with, um, to play with Odegaard. I don't think that can be Smith-Rowe. I don't think Smith-Rowe and Odegaard works necessarily as, as comfortably as it might do, especially against a side as good as Wolves are on the counter. But I think a Tillemans or a Neves in front of Partey with Odegaard there too, I think that can really work for Arsenal. So let's see if that's something that changes in the summer uh scrolling up i feel like i would have missed a lot of questions from earlier on in the show uh (laughs) lots of questions about would beckham make it (laughs) cancel it now mate one less stressy thing to think about says carl uh regarding the shows yeah for those that have joined late apologies but there may not be a show tomorrow i'm hoping there will be and i still feel fine but as for those that join late, uh, the other half has tested positive and I'm kind of expecting me now to test positive within the next couple of days. And I won't be going to Arsenal at the weekend, which sucks. But, uh, you know, got to be safe and do what you can to protect those around you. Ty Gadasora says, any news on Saka's contract negotiations? Ongoing, mate. Uh, I'm expecting it'll be something that we learn more about towards the summer uh, as they focus on, you know, trying to get to the Champions League. And that will certainly be something that goes on in Saka's mind. But we've had... Mixed results with Saka's agents. As far as I'm aware, Saka is represented by the same agency as Eddie Nketiah and following Balogun. So we've had mixed results working with them. So let's see. And we've obviously signed him up to a new deal in 2020. So we've had success already along the lines of an increase in his contract. So let's see how that changes towards the summer window. Uh, Vera says, Roma apparently has a 100 million war chest. Do you think they'll try and shortchange us on Xhaka again? Most probably. They absolutely most probably will, but Arsenal should not allow them to by any stretch of the imagination. Um, Sean says, and do you think we can beat Wolves in the next game? We've got Brentford first and then Wolves, of course. I hope we do because I'd like us to celebrate like we've never celebrated before. I would like us to go absolutely mental, to be honest. Utterly and entirely mental is what I would like to see us do. I want knee slides in front of the Wolves fans. I want flares going off. I want celebration being played through the speakers. I want fireworks going off if we win. I want the absolute maximum celebration possible if we beat Wolves. I, I, I absolutely just want the maximum because, you know, they're absolute losers. Like Imagine moaning about another team celebrating a win. 
What goons. Matt G says, hope you and the missus feel better soon, pal. Thank you, mate. Really appreciate that. That's very kind of you. Um, Dan says, do you have a Carl Hine loan review? I won't be doing a Carl Hine loan review, Dan. Sorry, I just can't apply the time. And the interest in that sole loan review will just not be uh, enough to do a dedicated show. What I will do, though, is when we do our uh, youth update, which I think is going to be this afternoon. Um, I need to confirm that. But I think it's going to be this afternoon with Kev, Next Generation Arsenal. That will be something that we talk about in the youth update shows, is how some of the youth players are doing on loan. So uh, look forward to that. Fahim says, do you think Partey could be Arthur Bigno? Yeah, I think there's an opportunity to see him play that style of sweeper role. He's got the... Uh, the dynamism, he's got the movement about him. So there's no reason in my mind why he couldn't play that role. So there you go. Uh, Tottenham's on bad form recently. They lost the last three games and they play Man City, Antonov. They indeed do. Virat says, will you do a player profile on Liao? I don't think so because, I mean, my feeling is that he will renew his contract. If we get close to the summer window, which is when we tend to do our tactical breakdowns, uh, and we're still linked, then I absolutely will. But in this period of the season, we don't tend to do the player breakdowns. We'll do them unless there's like a really strong link to someone that we're going to be signing very soon. Uh, then no. Uh, we did do a show on the Arsenal way about uh, Matt Turner and about Austin Trusty. So if you want to know anything about those two, go over to the Arsenal way, link in the description, and you can find more out about those two. Manu says, have you tried for a Moller loan report? I can't seem to find any stream for Dem Bosch, which is sad, but I'll try and visit a few games this season. Do that, Manu, and then report to us how he's getting on. But no, it was really hard to find an expert for him for Victoria Colne in Germany. So... I imagine it'll be even more tricky to find a Den Bosch expert. But uh, who knows? Maybe we can find someone to help us out with uh, a little bit of an update in our youth shows that we've got coming up. And that, I think, is where we're going to finish off. Apologies for the shorter show. Just trying to protect my voice as much as feasibly possible at the moment. And uh, yeah, drop a like if you haven't done so already. Subscribe to the channel if you're new. I will keep you updated as to whether there'll be a show tomorrow morning. You'll see there'll be an update on the community tab probably in the morning. Um, so keep an eye on that if you're wondering where the show is if it doesn't pop up on your sub box so do make sure uh, you do thank you so much for tuning in uh, sorry that for the shorts of the show again and uh, have a great Wednesday and he said Tuesday Wednesday and fingers crossed that we can see some exciting games this evening and some upsets from an English perspective see you soon guys and as always up the Arsenal it's the 90 plus minute all your mates around, and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go, and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is, that's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.